Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, July 17, 2020. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else but stick around. You might learn something new. Happy Friday, everyone. It's the middle of freaking July. Can you believe it? Mean either, man. How's everyone doing? All right, so let's talk about the updates in my world. Since Tuesday, what have I done? Absolutely nothing. Why? Because of coronavirus, right? So you're probably going, oh, did you watch anything? I did. I'm actually in the middle of an episode right now on Netflix. of, of uh, It's called Japan goes underwater 2020 some some weird ass title like that japan underwater 2020 uh i'll i'll pull up my laptop right now so that i can pull it up so i can actually give you the name because my tv is turned off with my xbox is on oh sorry guys and you've tuned out right okay um what else did i want to talk to you guys about <laughs> abs cbn sports i think officially signed off which is a bummer another casualty of the fucking non-renewal of the the ABS-CBN license f- franchise whatever garbage man why are they doing that Ugh, it's so I feel so bad for everyone that works there I've seen a lot of posts about it here you go Japan underwater 2020 let me just give you the it's a Netflix series anime underwater Japan sinks 2020 that's what it's called Japan sinks 2020 uh, so far I mean I'm I'm like maybe 25 minutes in it's just starting so i can't say much about it so i'm not sure other than that i did watch i I think i I dabbled on like i just saw the preview of it maybe two weeks ago or a week ago the old guard on netflix starring starring uh charlie's theron theron charlie's theron theron i don't know dude she's pretty badass in that movie you know i've come to think about it she is in a lot of action flicks i would even i would venture to say she might be like the action, the female action hero of, you know, this, 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 uh, not century, this generation. Cause when you think about it, how many are there, right? There's, there's Sigourney Weaver from the Alien series. There's, uh, what's her name? Terminator. The girl, the woman from Terminator, man. Sarah Connor. I forgot her name. But I don't, I can't think of many action heroes that are, are female. So, you know, when you think of Charlie Sterren, of course, Mad Max Fury Road. If you haven't seen Mad Max Fury Road, why? Why not? That movie is probably in like the top 10 action movies of all time. All time. All time. That movie is so good. I remember watching that in theaters. I was, I was, it was unbelievable watching that shit in, on the big screen. She was also in, you know, she was in a couple of Fast... I think she was the bad guy in Fast and Furious. She was in Atomic Blonde, which was also very action-packed. It wasn't the best movie, but the fight choreography was pretty dope. So anyway, back to the old guard. The old guard, and I remember mentioning it too. So the story is about these immortals, these, this team of immortal uh, warriors or assassins. I don't know what they are exactly. I think they're warriors. So they they were like in the 1600s, 1500s, 1400s. 
So they they've you know they're immortal. So they've just been fighting bad guys throughout the centuries. So it makes you wonder, like, well, why do I like? How is there any tension? They're not gonna die. But but if you watch the movie, there is a particularly uh, I would call it terrifying scenario in that, and I never really thought about it because you know I, Im, being immortal is probably one of the worst powers ever. It might be cool at first, but then. There comes the issue of your friends and family dying before you, and you just have to outlive them. But there was this one gruesome—I would even call it gruesome. It wasn't like bloody gruesome. It's not necessarily a spoiler, but if you're not going to watch it, I'll tell you about it. And if you are going to watch it, it's not a spoiler per se. Okay, so there's this there's this one part where they talk about an immortal who was captured. And so the the way their immortalization whatever works is that when they die they just come back to like they regenerate their you know their their wounds or if they get shot like the the bullet pops out of their their body and they're they're healed. So what they did to one immortal, oh my god guys, they locked her in a metal cage and dropped her underwater. And what happened was since she was immortal, she kept drowning and then coming back to life and then drowning again. Imagine like having to go for centuries. I, oh man, it's crazy. It is that was that just that thought alone was so terrifying to me. So if anyone ever offers you being immortal, don't ever do that. It's just a bad idea. All right? <laughs> the old guard. Yeah, what would you rate it, JC? I know everyone loves a rating, right? You guys get you guys get a hard on for that. I would say it's like a 6.5 out of 10. The music choice in that shit is so bad. The soundtrack is so awful. I don't understand the obsession with putting like pop pop music or like electro pop synth music in an action movie. Oh, it's so terrible, man. El terrible. So yeah, the old guard. Other than that, of course, I've been playing a lot of Warzone. Um, what else did I... Uh, apparently Twitter got hacked. Uh, like the people who have the check marks, the blue check marks got hacked. Also on Instagram, supposedly there's a, there's a new scam going on. Uh, Reese told me about it. So, uh, there's an account that is like, it's called like Instagram. I'm not sure, like Instagram. It's, it, they, they pretend that they're part of the Instagram team and they just kind of, they they try to get you to click like oh you've been you you qualify for verification and you know on social media the blue badge or the blue check mark the verification that shit is pretty premium i mean honestly if if you told me jc you pay me uh, how much would i pay for that i would probably pay 5000 pesos i think i would 5000 pesos i'd probably pay 5000 pesos i know you're going to be like jc you're so superficial why do you care about that because dude that shit is legit man it gives you like it's it it shows that you're verified and of course when you're verified uh you know maybe more brands will approach you people will really look at you oh this guy is somebody and that's that for me i think it's pretty cool so anyway the scam goes like that so they 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 say like hey we've uh seen your account and I, you qualify for verification blah 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 uh click on this link so that you can submit your whatever and i think that's uh, how a couple people got hacked uh, one food account that I know got hacked. I'm not going to mention it, but they got hacked. They had like, I don't know how many, th- like may- maybe 50, 60,000 followers and it's gone in an instant, bro. So just word of warning to everyone out there. Uh, be careful of that scam. If Instagram's going to verify you, they're just going to do it. All right. There's no paying. There's no, 
There's no contact need. They're just going to do it for you, all right? Just FYI. Sayang, that's a big account, dude. Can you imagine? I mean, I don't know. I, I, I was thinking sometimes of like the, the, the impact it would have on my life if my Instagram got deleted. Because, only because, I mean, in terms of like the social, whatever, I can make a new one, right? It's just like the, the economic repercussions, I guess, because I just, you know, I, I can make some money from Instagram. Believe it or not, boys and girls. Which I guess I, uh, if you want to, do you guys want to hear about that? I know some of you are probably curious. Like, how does pricing work? How does, uh, how do they, do you approach brands? Do they approach you? Okay. Let me, let me delve into that story. It's just actually kind of semi connected to, um, a question that Arby, what's up, Arby? Hi, Arby. How are you? Arby, uh, who listens to the podcast also is a fan of the monster. Um, he asked me, and this is not, uh, I, I hope it doesn't come off as kind of conceited, but the question he asked me on, on Instagram, on the podcast Instagram was, Hey, JC, please talk about the first time you felt that you're a celebrity. <laughs> okay. First and foremost, I don't think I'm a celebrity, but I will say that I, I do understand that there is a, there is a, I do have a certain, I guess, status of a sort. I wouldn't call it celebrity, maybe like a D lister. <laughs> But I think I'm a, I'm a, I'm a personality, media personality. I probably, that's probably like my best. That's how I'd probably best define myself, a media personality. So to answer that question, I have a few answers to that. Uh, one of the first answers is my social media where I rarely use Instagram before. Like I didn't even use it. And then when I hit that 10,000, the 10K mark, because on Instagram, once you hit 10,000 followers, it doesn't show the exact number anymore. It just shows K. So at 9,999, you see the exact number. But once you hit 10,000, it becomes a K. So 10K, 11,000 is 11K. And then it's just become 11.1, 11.2, so on and so forth. And that really struck me because I was like, dude, I don't know. Because I think I have right now 18,000 something. Let me check. 18,000 something. I've been losing followers, by the way, just because I don't post. And I used to post mostly pictures of my face, but I don't do that shit anymore because it's boring as fuck yeah so that was crazy to me because even at let's say i don't i mean i doubt all eighteen thousand of my followers are real people probably bought somewhere probably finstas somewhere i don't know just like store accounts that auto follow but just let's say from the eighteen thousand, let's even assume even ten thousand of them are real that's crazy to me right isn't that number crazy like that ten thousand people would follow your you who don't even know you right because i don't know ten thousand people I'll I'll tell you that right now. I I follow right now. I follow eight hundred something people, eight seventy one according to my Instagram right now. And I I even of the eight hundred seventy one, I don't even know all of them. Like I, I follow some celebrities, some some cool store accounts maybe, but I probably know in my life maybe like eight hundred people that I could probably like. Hey, what's up, dude? Isn't that crazy? That that shit was crazy to me. Just just the like that concept. Uh, that concept blew my mind. Ten thousand plus people followed me because they thought this guy is you know he's cool. He's a radio DJ. He's a mix VJ. Whatever, whatever. Blah blah blah. So there was that. Uh, that's one aspect. Uh, another aspect of it, uh, BT Dubs, is being recognized by people who I don't even know. And it doesn't happen often, but it does happen, especially, uh, you know, pre-COVID. I would say maybe once or twice a month, I'll be out on the street, maybe in the mall, and someone will, will be like, excuse me, JC Tevez? 
and I will have no idea who this person is, right? I have no idea who this person is. And I'll be like, hey, what's up? And then they'll always, you know, they'll tell me where they know me from. It's like, I'm a big fan of the Daily Survey. I'm a big fan of RX. I'm a big fan of Mix. I love your Instagram food photos. I don't know. And then that, it just strikes me like, damn, this person who I've made an impact on this person's life. And that's really cool. I don't know. I, I think it's fucking awesome. <laughs> you know, the people say like they don't love the attention and stuff. And I, I mean, I wouldn't say I love attention, but I just think it's so cool to be acknowledged for doing something, making some, you know, a fan because a fan likes you because they like you for what you do, whether it be a podcaster or whatever you do. I think it's just, it's so great, man. I think it's so cool. Uh, and that was one of my goals coming out here to kind of be a person that could, you know, make somebody happy, uh, inspire somebody, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I mean, to answer Arby's question, that's kind of when I started feeling like I had something, you know, there's something about my status as a, as a media personality that, that was different or made, you know, was it something that made me feel made me feel different so yeah the the social media and just the random people approaching me telling me and you know now if you believe it or not i have a grip of messages from all sorts of people saying i love you or whatever sometimes they'll just reply to my instagram story saying i'm a huge fan of the hala hala show etc so yeah there's that man that's the thing so back to the story i were back to the, the the instagram so i also remember when I hit that 10,000 follower mark, right, that's when brands started emailing me. And at first, I didn't really know how to do it because uh, I forgot the first brand that ever really approached me. I think it was, it might have been San Miguel Beer. And they they told me like, hey, JC, uh, we're, lo- we're interested in getting you as a influencer or now the term is KOL, key online leader, key opinion leader. Or I don't know what the other terms are now, but we, we're interested in getting you for a campaign that will be from January blank to blank blank. Uh, here's the scope of work. One IG post cross posted to Facebook, uh, plus one IG story with a swipe up link. Uh, cause you can, you get the swipe up feature once you get 10,000, by the way, on Instagram at least. So at first I was like, what the hell? People are going to pay me to post a fucking photo. My God. And it was so cool. But then I was like, how do I price myself? And then, you know, I was going on Google. I was asking my other friends who had big followings already. Like, you know, I'd ask some of my co-DJs who had, you know, uh, a bunch of following, uh, who've, who've had sponsored posts in the past. And so, you know, there's, there's different metrics. Some people say charge per follower. You know, maybe if you want to charge 50 centavos per person. So for 10,000 followers, you can charge 5,000 pesos, something like that. Or another metric is just go with, you know, your engagement rate. You know, engagement rate meaning how many likes and comments you get for a photo versus how many people actually follow you. Because if you might have seen on social media, there are people who have a lot of following, but then when they post a photo, they get like 30 likes, 40 likes. That's probably fake engagement. Uh, and then if you check the people who like, or sometimes you'll see some weird accounts with a bunch of likes, but not that many following people, people following them and you check out the people who like them. It's like, you know, accounts from the Middle East, some Chinese accounts. It's like bot accounts. It's weird. It's like buying likes, which I think is kind of strange. Uh, but, you know, to each their own. <laughs> uh, you can't really fake that shit, though, with like the... Well, I think people, like the the people, the marketing companies, they're, they're smartening up. They're wisening up to it. So if you're ever thinking of growing a following, just do it organically. Yeah, as best as possible. I mean, I'd rather you promote 
your page rather than try to buy followers because it just it just comes off as kind of tacky in my opinion. But yeah, back to the thing. So I was like, shit, how do I price myself? So anyway, they uh, another recommendation to me was always ask what's your budget. And if you work in freelance, whether you might be an artist, you might be a host, you might be a VO talent, you always kind of counter with what's your budget? Uh, and then they'll be like, our budget is blank. And then sometimes you're like, oh shit, it's kind of low. So you try to increase it and then it'll meet you halfway. It's like a dance that you have to do. But anyway, I was shook because the first time, the first time I got a photo and that this was when my engagement rate was really high. I had like a really high engagement rate. I think my engagement rate was like 16%, which is huge on Instagram. Now my engagement rate's like 2%. <laughs> oh, how have the mighty fallen, right? Uh, and they said, and I don't remember the exact number, but I'll just give you a figure. It was like 15,000 pesos for a photo. And I was like, God damn. And there was always a little part of me that felt a little guilt. Like, I can't believe they're going to, I'm just going to take a photo and post this shit and they'll give me money like that. Uh, so throughout the, you know, throughout the years, I've been, yeah, I've gotten a bunch of sponsored posts. Uh, of course, the prices vary. I'm not going to tell you anymore the differences. Uh, so yeah, that, I mean, that's just kind of how it works. They'll, they'll find you. Uh, you can be proactive about it, I guess, especially when, uh, and there's something, I guess, that's, uh, a little bit touchy for some people because I know I, I did a lot of food content. Actually, I still kind of do, but I used to do a lot of food content back in the day. And now there seems to be a very bad, um, connotation or very bad, um, I don't know, not the word, connotation is not the word. But if you approach a brand asking to work with them, and then if someone like let's say screenshots that and post it online, you might get flamed for that. You might get canceled for that, which I think is kind of weird. Uh, I'll tell you why. Because when I first started uh, doing the food shit, I only had maybe four thousand, five thousand followers, but my engagement rate was high, which I felt. And then I would post using like the food hashtags, like foodie ph hashtag. You know, food grammar ph hashtag the foodie station, you know, all the all the hashtags that were being used for food locally. And whenever I would post using those hashtags, if my photo got a lot of engagement, it would put put it on the top of that hashtag. So when people check that hashtag, you would see it in the the top posts of that hashtag. So in my opinion, I thought I was providing value whenever I would approach a restaurant, for example. I wouldn't go straight up and say, hey. I have a bunch of followers. Please give me free food. No, I would, I would sell my, I would pitch it to them. I would pitch my, what I thought was effectivity in marketing, uh, in exchange for, you know, either it could have been GCs, it could have been a giveaway. Cause when I did giveaways in the past, I had this, this campaign called G- GCs from JC. They were pretty popular as in hundreds of people would follow the, like maybe not hundreds, but like maybe, Dozens of people would follow the social media accounts of the restaurants I was promoting. So I thought I provided value. And the thing is, when I was starting out, I was contacting restaurants. Real talk. I would, I would mass email them. Uh, I would maybe switch up the wording a little bit so that it was more personalized per restaurant. And I thought it was fair, honestly, because let's say somebody emails me and says, JC, I want to use your platform to gain more followers. But here's what I can offer. I feel like it's a fair deal. Even if you reverse the situation, if they provide value to you and you can provide value to them, I think it's a it's a fair exchange, in my opinion. Kasi ano eh? Anong, anong gagawit mo? I mean, that's the, what's the worst that... like Unless you're begging for free food, which I think is, is you shouldn't do, 
But if you show value, if you provide value, I don't see the problem with it. But I've seen lately on social media when, when someone even just asks for a collaboration with someone, they'll immediately think that you're like social climbing, which I think is kind of, it's kind of jumping the gun if you ask me. You know, that's just my thoughts on it. Uh, but eventually, I mean, brands will approach you organically where you won't even have to cold email anymore. I, I will tell you though, uh, here's a little, um, I guess something related to that. When we were doing Hala Hala show, when Rika and I didn't have a sponsor yet, I was mass emailing and mass DMing all these companies that I thought would fit our branding. And finally, we got an email from a company that said, Hey, you know what? Let's, let's talk about it. Uh, actually, I've had a few, uh, we actually, we got a few emails back, but finally one bit, man, one company bit, and we got our first ever sponsor. And that would have never been possible if I didn't cold email. And, you know, know this, we, I was pitching Hala Hala Show. I was throwing statistics at them. I was saying, Hey, Hala Hala is getting, you know, cons- you know, this X amount of listeners per week. We have a blank amount of listeners over the course of 90 days. So what's the difference between that and your social media? Like, why can't you, you know, if you take away the podcast and you say, hey, I have uh, 50,000 Instagram followers and my IG stories get organic 2,000 views per story. Uh, and then with the with the call to action, I, I feel like I can get blank amount of people to, to whatever. I don't see a problem with it. If you provide value and they provide you value and you can work out a deal where you agree to it, fucking do it, man. That's just how I see it. So don't don't be too quick to jump on the... The social media people who reach out to brands to to collaborate, quote unquote. It just kind of, it's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of an elitist thing, I guess, if you feel like, oh, I'm beyond that. I don't have to contact people because I, you know, I've been doing this blogging thing for 20 years. And, you know, now I have a whole list of connections. But the thing is, you know, some people are just starting out and they're trying to get into it. So don't, I don't think you should hate on them for that. That's just my opinion. Uh, yeah. Wow. 21 minutes. I'm surprised. I only have 9% left on my battery and I got to charge this shit because I actually kind of have to work right now. But yeah, that those are the things that I wanted to talk about today. I'm surprised I actually stretched that shit to 20 minutes. I know I had another question on uh, social media. Oh, by the way, shout out to shout out to Joe Valdez, uh, who messaged me on Instagram. He says he's also a huge fan of, uh, of my hero academia and also he is living in uh where are you living at again bro san jose california what's up brother i hear uh in california speaking of california i hear la shut down again for another 30 days you know why because they did everything wrong the masks man they're people who are more stubborn they're all the fucking karens out there and now they're you know now they're shut down again because they don't want to wear a fucking mask bro it's so dumb. Anyway, uh, we had another question, actually, uh, this one from Reckless Gainsbro. That's a cool name, by the way. Um, she says, uh, I'm a fan of the podcast, but she says, what's the appropriate message to send someone instead of ghosting them? Now, I'll tell you, um, I'll tell you, I am, I am all for ghosting if, if there is no sort of emotional connection there. That's just my take on it. Because if you have no emotional attachment to somebody, I feel like you're just wasting mental resources on them. So the fact that you want to ghost them means that you probably don't need them in your life. And you probably, by ghosting them, it would make your life a lot easier. Now, if you feel bad about ghosting them, 
it, it, it could be two things, right? It's either you feel bad because you've kind of developed a connection and now you have to break it, or two, you just don't want to feel like an asshole. But here's the thing. For the second, for the second scenario, and in my opinion, if you have no emotional connection, if you, if you don't have any feelings for one another, if you ghost them and the other person feels the same way, they're not going to care. They're going to be like, oh, this bitch ghosted me. All right, fucking bitch. That they're probably going to like not like you. But who cares? You don't care about them, right? Like, not to sound like an asshole. I'm just saying, like, if you don't care about them, what is it to you if they don't like you? I don't care about people who don't like me if I don't care about them. It doesn't matter to me. If somebody doesn't like me, I don't care because they don't mean anything to me. Now, the other, the, the more difficult thing in that is the ghosting if you've already sort of established, like, a connection where maybe you were getting a little more serious or... Maybe you've gone out for a few times and, and I don't know, I don't know even know how, like just, yeah, I don't know. Just maybe you feel bad about ghosting them because you do have some sort of connection. Now, in that case, what would you message? I honestly, I'd just be straightforward. I'd be like, um, hey, I don't think this is working out. Uh, I, I just wanted to let you know because I didn't want to waste your time. Stuff like that. Just be direct, be straightforward. I, I wouldn't beat around the bush with it, TBH, because it's just a waste of time. You'll be like, you don't want to kind of give hints or beat her because if you beat if you give hints beat around the bush they're just going to be more like it's going to be more malabo and you're going to feel even worse because it's kind of like you're keeping them on a string or whatever uh yeah so that's just my take on on ghosting <laughs> if if you're going to do it and you don't really care about them and you feel like they don't care about you uh just do it now here's the thing i guess there's another scenario where maybe you don't really care about them but you feel like they care about you dude let let them let them down just let them down you know if if they if you go they'll get over you because if you don't have that strong emotional connection with them they'll get over you man I'll, i promise you they will get over you they they might be like fuck this guy or girl is so cool but now she's not he or she's not messaging me they'll get over it man they got bigger things to worry about covid is a is a bitch right now and they're not gonna lose sleep over it maybe maybe one or two nights <laughs> That's it, guys and girls. Um, my my uh, phone battery is about to die. Uh, stream the Halala Show. Mix number 77 is out. Some big things coming up in the podcasting world. Uh, when COVID is all said and done, I'm going to really make an effort to start just doing all the cool shit that I wanted to do because it, it, it was really a truly an eye-opener, all right? Have a great rest of your weekend. Let me know if you guys want me to talk about anything on the podcast. Uh, Tevez of the Best, just message the Instagram there. I told you I'll reply to you, man. Uh, if you ask all the people who've messaged me, they're like, oh, JC actually replied to me. Uh, because I really care about what you got. You know, the, the few people that do listen to this, I, I, I really appreciate you taking the time for listening to this garbage that I spew out of my mouth. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Take care. I'll catch you all hopefully on Tuesday and I'll see you all. Say it with me later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.